Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, most merciful. This is season 2, episode 12. And inshallah, today I'm going to continue off from the podcast I recently uploaded based on the law of attraction. So moving on from what we discussed The next point was about gratitude And reading from the law of attraction And what it's trying to teach people Gratitude and the morning gratefulness routine So the law of attraction gurus I'm sure you've heard they wake up in the morning, early hours They would write a gratitude journal They will most likely write three things that they are grateful for I know a lot of this from my coaching years That I would tell clients to start a journal And this would entail them writing about three things So it could be I am grateful that I woke up today, I'm grateful that I can see, I'm grateful that I can hear. Alhamdulillah, that's a good thing to bring awareness to. But at the same time, there's something very, very vital missing. And I'm sure you can guess what that is or who that is. And that's why I wanted to bring this podcast topic to light because I feel very strong about it. And it's misleading a lot of individuals, Muslims and non-Muslims alike. Whether you believe in Allah or not, I'm not here to argue that with you. Because you can't deny the one that created you. Whether you believe or not, Allah created you. Allah brought you into existence. Allah brought everyone that is in front of you, that is behind you, that is from the past or whoever is going to come in the future Allah has created and there is no denying that so I wanted to quote something from the Quran for you with regards to gratefulness and this is from Surah Luqman and that's chapter 31 verse number 12 and it reads And we had certainly given Luqman wisdom and said, Be grateful to Allah, and whoever is grateful is grateful for the benefit of himself. And whoever denies his favour, then indeed Allah is free of need and praiseworthy. Just take a moment to absorb them words. So the more grateful we are to Allah, the more we direct that gratefulness, that gratitude, to Allah it only benefits ourselves, and anyone who denies that so i.e. if you're just writing that you're grateful for something but you're not mentioning Allah in that just like what Allah is saying Allah is free of need and praiseworthy he doesn't need for us to show gratitude to him but those who show gratitude will only benefit themselves Allah doesn't need us Allah doesn't need anything from us. We are in need of Him and we will always need Him in every aspect of our lives. 
Surah Al-Baqarah, and that's chapter 2, verse number 152. So remember me, I will remember you, and be grateful to me, and do not deny me. So that again, showing about the gratefulness, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we wake up in the morning. That's why we pray our Fajr Salah, we turn to Allah, we start our day, we are thankful to Allah. So like when we wake up as well, the dua or the invocation for that is Alhamdulillah alladhi ahyana ba'adama amatana wa ilayin nushur All praise belongs to the one who gave us life after he has given us death and to him is the resurrection. Now that is such a strong dua in a sense that Allah is reminding us that when we go to sleep it is classed as a minor death and when we wake up it is only by his permission that is why we would recite that dua in the morning because Allah has allowed us to wake up and start our day and that in a sense also is showing that we are grateful to Allah for the favors that he bestows upon us similarly uh, for a person who may be lost has no hope the verse reads from surah al-anam and that's chapter 6 verse number 63 say who rescues you from the darkness of the land and sea when you call upon him imploring him aloud and privately if he should save us from this crisis we will surely be among the thankful when we turn to allah immediately like you know when someone says oh my god what am i going to do that immediate reaction uh, when you glorify Allah or you turn to Allah who else are you going to turn to like you can't turn to yourself you can't turn to the universe you can't turn to anything that will physically not be able to help you mentally not to be able to help you but who can help you Allah can help you and with that firm belief in Allah and strengthen that it can make such a big impact on your life so when we are praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the morning, when we pray our Fajr Salah, or when we wake up before the Fajr Salah for the Tahajjud, we ask from Allah, and uh, as mentioned in the previous podcast, Allah descends to the lowest heaven and asks from anyone who is calling out to him that he will respond and he will forgive and he will provide. So moving on to the next point, inshallah, the flow of negative energy events and attracting those kind of things into your life. Now I'm sure you've seen individuals out there who either talk on a positive scale, they're very optimistic and they see everything good you know they see goodness in everything alhamdulillah that's such a beautiful gift to have not a lot of people have that and when you've mastered that kind of attitude that kind of status and again it is only provided by Allah and by the permission of Allah that status is the best place to be in especially as a Muslim what you're doing is you are trusting Allah you are submitting to Allah for every aspect of your life and you're having that firm belief that whatever comes your way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best for you 
and you won't question that. You don't question the decree, you accept it, you acknowledge it. And similarly for when you pray for something, when you are asking from Allah, do not be disappointed with the outcome because know that if it's something good, Alhamdulillah, and it comes to um, it comes to existence, then that's the best thing, and show gratefulness for that. Allah is testing us in that manner, that when when we ask from Allah for something that we really want, and Allah provides that for you, Allah provides, then what are you doing after that? Are you turning away from Allah? Are you giving thanks? Are you continuing your worship to Allah? Are you being consistent with your worship? Are you being steadfast? Because it's easy to have something and just turn away from Allah. A lot of the times what we tend to do is we get too comfortable, especially when we're provided with something and we have money or we have uh, whatever it is in our life that we've, we may have asked for. And then we tend to forget where that came from. What was the source of that provision? See, think about this for a second. Allah provides Muslims and non-Muslims. Allah provides to those who believe and those who don't believe. And that is key to bringing awareness to the fact that this dunya is temporary if someone wants whatever they want, they ask for it. And if Allah allows that to happen, it will happen. So why do you think there are billionaires out there who aren't even a Muslim? Everything in this world, when it comes to currency, is worthless when we die, when we pass away. It is worthless currency. The only worthy currency is our good deeds, our actions, everything that we did throughout our life that is the only thing that is going to help us when we leave this world when we go into our graves when we face Allah on the day of resurrection and when we are taken to account for everything that we did in our lives and there is no denying in this and we can't escape it so better to prepare for the akira which is what we call the hereafter and work hard to get a better infinite life that is Akira and that is the life after death and we all strive for Jannah which is paradise and that is our end goal and Allah is happy with us inshallah as mentioned in Surah Al-Baqarah verse number 3 who believe in the unseen establish prayer and spend out of what we have provided for them so that spend that wealth everything that Allah has provided you He's seeing what you're doing with your wealth Are you spending it in the way of Allah? Are you helping those around you? Or are you just spending it on yourself? That money that is accumulating in your bank account Where is it going? Allah also mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah Verse number 215 They ask you, O Muhammad وسلم, what they would, What they should spend Say, whatever you spend of good is to be for parents and relatives and orphans and the needy and the traveller. And whatever you do of good, indeed, Allah is knowing of it. When you change what's within yourself, when you change that mindset, 
when you try to be more positive and submit to Allah more in that sense when it comes to your life things become a lot more easier and you're not going against the grain if that makes sense so that comes to the end of this podcast and this topic inshallah we may touch on this again soon I hope you took some benefit from it just as I did as uh, I did some research on the topic itself to bring this podcast to you I want to thank you for your support and inshallah as mentioned before if you want to be a guest on the show do visit themuslimexperience.com and there's a simple form to complete there and we'll be in touch please like and share all our content to your friends, family and inshallah they can also benefit Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh